Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. I think there are three most important questions that we need to ask. Where are we from? And what is the purpose of life? And how should we live? Now, many people struggle with these questions because they do not know the exact answer. Even if they live in a very rich house and uh, they worked so hard in their work very successfully for 10 years and 25 years or 45 years and they're about to retire, but still uh, some of them do not know the purpose of life and they struggle with that. Sometimes they get depressed by that as well. But uh, even if you get the vision and clear purpose of life, if you do not know how to achieve it, how to live your life, that will be also problematic as well. I used to love music and I spent a lot of hours every day to play guitar and to to perform in front of people. So I thought my uh, vision, my life was about music. However, I don't live with music uh, much anymore, even though I play sometime. So what I am I be uh, am I depressed about it? Well, I got the answer for these three questions where I'm from, and what's the purpose of life, and how should I live. So I am very satisfied and happy with these answers. But how do I know? Because the Bible gives the answer. And that is what we want to study and delve into together. We're going to study from 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 6, especially, and then we also want to touch on the verse 13 as well. It's a very profound verse that gives and addresses these three major questions and provides the answer to these three questions. So stay tuned and listen what the Bible says. So let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 8, and 8, verse 6 and 13. Yet for us there is only one God, the Father from whom are all things, and we exist for Him, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we exist through Him. Therefore, if food causes my brother to sin, I will never eat meat again, so that I will not cause my brother to sin. Amen. Now, in this passage, I can find three major things. The first one is from God. You see that there are three prepositions here. From for and through. So the first one is from God, which means God is our source. The second one is for God, which means God is our purpose. Third one is through God, which means God is our process. So you see that from, for, through, and we see that God is our source, God is our purpose, and God is our process. So let's go to go back to the uh, first uh, first passage. Yet for us, there is only one God. This is the 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 very important the uh, the definition of God. God is only one. We have only one God, God the Father, from whom we see the first preposition here. From whom are all things. Amen. Now, so let's pause here a little bit. The Bible clearly says we are from Him. So it really shows us where we are from. 
Where are you from? You might say, I, I'm from Argentina. I'm from, um, I'm from Afghanistan. I'm from Norway. Yes, you have a geographical, the, uh, the place that you are from. Or you're from you know, this family or that family. So you have a cultural or family background as well. But ultimately, where are you really from? You might say, I'm from my parents. But your parents are from your grandparents. And your grandparents are from the great-great-parents. And if you trace back, it will all... all it will go all the way up to Adam and Eve. So where did Adam and Eve come from? They are from God. So ultimately, we are from God. Genesis 1 clearly says, In the beginning, God created the world. And John chapter 1 in the beginning, there was uh, there was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And nothing came into being without Him. What does that mean? God created the world. God created all things. God is the Creator. So He is our source of life. We came from him. Very important truth that we need to know. Sometimes people stumble about it, like where am I? Where am I? And why? Where did I really come from? I don't. I don't even know my history, my context. Here is a very clear answer that you don't have to stumble anymore because Bible clearly says God is the source of your life. So He is the Creator, and also He gives life and he saves us that's why that jesus came to dwell among us and he shed his own blood and he broke his own body to give us eternal life in john chapter 4 we see the conversation between samaritan woman and jesus christ and jesus asked the samaritan woman give me water but Jesus said, I will give you water that you will never thirst. What does that mean? That Jesus meant that Jesus is going to give the eternal life to her. So Jesus is the source of life. Our God is the source of life. What does that mean? Without God, we do not even exist here. We're not even here. He is the beginning. He is the beginning of our life. So that we need to acknowledge that He is the one who created us and who gives eternal, not only the physical life, but also eternal life to those who believe on Him. Now, what is the uh, next question that we need to answer? Is this, what is the purpose of life? Yes, we touched on where we are from, but what is what is the really big deal about our life? Why do we even exist? Why do we even live? So let's look at today's passage again. The second part is for God. Now it says, we exist for Him. For Him. Amen. So it says, we are here for God. That means God is our purpose. Now, we need to ask this question again. Why do you live? What on earth is your purpose of life? Some people might say, you know, I am here. I, my life is all about my beauty. 
well, I want to be beautiful, I want to be healthy, and I want to look very good so that other people would adore me. So whenever I post my picture on Instagram or Facebook, and so the people see my picture and then they'll say, oh, how did you, how did you do that? How, what's the secret of being beautiful all the time? I would love to hear those type of things. So that is really the purpose of life. I will do everything. I will spend my time. I will spend my money to make myself beautiful. And what, what about the other one? Like, I live my life for the glory of my life. I want to be glorious. I want to be respected by people. So I want to spend all my time and all my energy to, to be respected by uh, multiple audiences, not just in this country, but all around the world. This is why I'm writing a lot of books and I want to be very good about it. And I'm, pu- I'm pu- publishing uh, lots of videos and I speak in front of people. And also I, w- I do a lot of good works so that the people would recognize me and then they can even uh, write a really good stories about me in the social media because I live for the glory of my life. A lot of people think this way because they like, you know, my life is very short. Our life is probably only 80 years or 70 years. And so I want to maximize my life for what? For the beauty of my life or for the the glory of my life. But some other people might have a much more noble cause for their life. I live my life for my family. I love my family. I love my parents. I love my children. I love my wife. And I love my relatives. I love my friends. So I want to live my life for them. I want, I'm here to serve them. And I'm here to uh, love on them. And I will do everything to make their lives better. So those are very, very uh, noble cause. I think uh, most people would fall into these three major categories. Categories, whether it's a, it is for themselves or whether it is for other people around them. So the question is, why do you live? What is the purpose of your life for yourself? Have you thought about it? Now, in the um, about 10 or 15 years ago, I used to serve in the college campuses as a ca- campus minister. And then I served a lot of international students who were brilliant. And they came from their home countries and then they um, went through all the language barriers, but they made it. I was sitting at the uh, one graduation ceremony. And then um, there was a girl, international student, who achieved everything that she dreamed about. She was not just a student, but she was uh, alma master, and she was like a top student above, above all the other students, including national students. So I feel like, wow, she made it, and it's so good. But after interview, she said, yeah, I'm very happy about my accomplishment, but I am worried about what's next. There's something missing in our life that even though she achieved her purpose, small purpose or small goal, but something was not quite satisfying in her heart. I think it's the same thing for everyone that I listed before. The beauty and glory, they will pass away somehow. Even if you are beautiful right now that you are 25 years old or you are 36 and you're still good, but there will be time that your beauty will be gone. So what are you going to do about it? At the end of your life, are you still going to hold on to your beauty? The glory is the same thing. Let's say you are 85-year-old and you, you achieved your dream that there are 10,000 people following you and they respect you. But when you die, do you think you can take your glory with you? No. The, if, you, uh, if you take a picture of what will happen after your death, you will be devastated. 
But that is the reality, yes. Probably you have a glory right now, but the, your glory has an expiration date and you cannot take the glory with you. Now, what about family? That's a noble cause. And we should serve our families and we should love our families. Don't get me wrong. However, if that's the only, if the family or if your loved ones are the only destination or purpose of your life, you will probably regret that because they are not eternal as well. But God created us for eternity. Remember the first point that we are from God. God is the source of our life, but not just that. He is our destination. He is our future. He is our purpose. Because the Bible clearly says here, we are for Him. We exist for Him. The beauty, glory, family, all those things that we love and we value in this life have expiration date. But the glory of God does not have expiration date. Glory of God is eternal. God is eternal. That's why David said in Psalm chapter 27 verse 4 that he was surrounded by so many enemies around him. And he was a king, so he could probably use his power, his force, to revenge on all those enemies around him. And he could be stressed, uh, the other hand. But his focus was amazing, that in verses 1 through 3 in chapter 24 of Psalm, he listed all the problems around him. However, in verse 4, he turned his focus on God. Even though there are so many enemies around me, but I seek God alone. I want to dwell in His place. His focus was only on God. That is what it truly means to live for God. No matter what circumstances, no matter what situation you are, even if you have a beauty, even if you have a glory, even if you have a lovely family around you, your focus is always on God. Why? Because we are for God. We exist for God. And that is what matters at the end of the day for eternity. God is our beginning. God is our end. He is Alpha and Omega. That He is the beginning and the end. So we need to focus on God. We are from Him and we we are for Him. Even though in the world, we, it looks like we are from our parents and that we live for our parents or family members, but that is temporary. Ultimately, if you extend it to eternity, we are for God alone. So know about the beauty and glory of God. His beauty is eternal. His glory is a real. And He is our Father. He is our eternal Father. He is our family, true family. So worship the Lord and glorify Him and live for Him alone. Would you like to actively participate in 21C Moses ministry? If so, consider signing up for 21C Moses Patreon today. By becoming a member, you can support the ministry at various levels and receive different benefits in return. To learn more, simply visit Patreon and search for 21C Moses. Now, the last part, the third question is that uh, we live through Him. Let's look at today's passage. It says, One Lord Jesus Christ by, by whom are all things, and we exist through Him. The Greek word for by and through is the same word. So we live, we exist through Him. Amen. So what does it really mean? God is the our process. Now let's say you know you where you are from, and then you know where you are going. But what about the middle, in between? 
Even if we have this clear vision that I live for God, but if you do not know how to live for God right now, then it is not really practical. We need to know our life right now, how we should live. So many people come to church and they like, I live for the glory of God. But when they go back to their life, um, their home, their workplaces on Monday through Saturday or Friday, they still figure out, they still don't know how to live their life. They still live like the world. That is, n- that is not right. We should live in godly way. How? The Bible clearly says, it says, we exist through Him. We live by Him. What does that really mean? That God is our, God is taking care of, and He should be, He must be, everything that we live through right now, even now. So, well, how does that really look like? In Psalm chapter 33, verse 20, verse 21, David prays God and says, we wait on God. I wait on God. It's not a future tense that he doesn't say, I will wait for God, but he says, I wait on God. It's a present tense because he is our help and shield. doesn't say he will be our help, but it says he is our help. He is our shield. That is the present that right now I am trusting in the Lord. That's what it means to say, I live through Him. Without Him, we're not even here. But without Him, we cannot live an inch. He is not only Creator. He is not only Savior. He is not only the Lord, but He is our sustainer. He is our protector. And He is our provider. Without Him, we cannot live in this earth, not only in the beginning or the end, but even now as well. So we need to depend on God. We need to fix our eyes on the Lord every day, each day. Not only on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday every day until we see Him face to face. That is why in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Fix your eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. He is the author of our faith. He gave his faith in us in the day one. But also, when we go to heaven, we will see that our faith is perfected. But what about in between? He is the, he is the, um, the perfecter of our faith. That means He is perfecting the process. He, we, our faith is in the process that we are in the process of being perfected by Him. So without Jesus, our faith will, sta- will be stagnant or our faith will be even gone. So we need to hold on to Jesus. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus each day, every day until we see in heaven. Theologian says the salvation is not just a one-time thing that you uh, walk the aisle and grab the hands of preacher about 15 years ago. That's how, how you were saved. Well, that might be the beginning that you accepted Jesus about 15 years ago. And then many years later, when you go to heaven, that you will be saved. But also, right now, you are being saved. Salvation is holistic. Time-wise, you are saved. You will be saved. You are saved. And it is all by God. Because God is our source, God is our purpose, and God is our process. That we are from God, and we are for God, and we are through 
God. It's God is all in all in our life. There's no single moment or aspect that we can uh, live or sustain without Him. We are must we are to depend on Him. We are to love Him. We are to follow Him all the way through, and that is how our life is. And then that is the answer to these three most important questions I mentioned earlier. Where are we from? What's the purpose? How should we live? It is all God. We are from God, we are for God, and we are through God. So, what is the application, practical application, direct application we can find from this chapter? So let's go back to today's passage. In verse 13, it says, Therefore, therefore, if food causes my brother to sin, I will never eat my meat again, so that I will not cause my brother to sin. Now, what does what does this really mean? It says that we will not stumble someone, our brothers or sisters, to fall away from their faith. Faith matters the most here. Why? Because it's all about God. We're from, for, and through God. So our faith in the Lord matters the most. But if someone his his or her faith is stumbled or uh, bothered or weakened because of our behavior that we are sinning against God because it's all about faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we have freedom in Christ Jesus. So you can wear clothes and you can drink and you can uh, eat. Uh, however, even though we have freedom, if we use our freedom and uh, in a bad way that it stumbles this someone's faith that we must stop it. Why? Because God is all in all in our life. So that is the direct application that we can we can find from this chapter. It really shows the one message that whatever we do, we must do it for the glory of God. So that more people, their faith would be stronger. God is going to use us in a mighty way to impact those, um, those lives around us. So that they will also recognize that they are from the Lord, they are for the Lord, and they are through the Lord. All in all, whatever we do, whatever we eat, whatever we drink, whatever we um, serve, we must live for the glory of God. So that people would see the glory and beauty of God Himself alone. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this wonderful message that you gave us the clear answer to these three questions. Father, I pray that we will not stop here, but we will live our life. We will represent who you are to the world so that more people would come to know that we are from you and we are for you and we exist through you. Help us and guide us, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen. Pastor Sammy Jew's latest publication, Burning Bush is a spiritual guidebook designed to strengthen faith. It consists of daily meditations and memorization of a selected Bible passage for 119 days. This book, which is part of the first series of 21C Moses Devotional, is intended to foster a closer relationship with God by reading and reflecting on selected verses from the Bible over a period of 17 weeks. Its purpose is to provide a deeper understanding of God our purpose, and how to live a virtuous life through the words of the Bible. Get your copy of the book, Burning Bush Meeting God, today by visiting Amazon.com.